0: Welcome back Hot Mamas. Today we are talking about how to surrender and let go in sex. And this is the fifth and final part of the Sensually Embodied Woman series. But before we get into today's most amazing and luscious topic of surrender, quick reminders that applications for the Sensually Embodied Woman group coaching program are due on Valentine's Day, this Friday, February 14th. You can get all of the details and click the apply button to book your call and answer a couple questions at themultiorgasmicmama.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman. And if you have been procrastinating on this, I wanna ask you, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for the over two years that it's been out and you've been afraid to hire me and you've been procrastinating Well, right now is the time to apply for this program. Now is your chance because I'm already selling seats for the second round of the program, which is going to start in May 2020, and it is more expensive. This is the cheapest this program will ever be. So I want to ask you, how is your procrastinating making you believe your limiting beliefs around what's possible for you? In your sex life and relationship? How is your procrastinating letting you confirm your limiting beliefs around your sexuality and relationship? I am very proud of all the hot mamas that have said yes already for taking a bold and courageous stand for their pleasure, their sexuality, and their relationship, and for breaking deep patterns, ancestral wounds, helping smash the taboo of sex and motherhood, helping break patterns of perfectionism, control, overwhelm, and anxiety for their freaking children, for their lineage of their children. What legacy do you want to leave for your kids? Is it that you were too afraid to say yes to up-leveling your pleasure because you thought it would be at the expense of your kids? Mm, Sounds like a limiting belief there, hot mama. Is it that you kept giving yourself time and money excuses over and over again and therefore you stayed stuck in your same limiting beliefs and patterns for the rest of your freaking life? Hmm, sounds like another limiting belief there too. It's time to drop the excuses and change those patterns at the root cause once and for all. And for those of you that have been to the program page already and have read it, well, you already know that this shit lives in your body. These limiting beliefs, these patterns that don't serve us anymore, everything that's keeping us from pleasure and prosperity is living in your body. And until you learn practices to somatically release this negative conditioning and trauma around our pleasure and prosperity, you can do all the talk therapy and all the couples counseling in the world and you will never ever experience the results in your body that you have wanted all along. Well, I don't wanna be on my soapbox for this entire podcast. So let's go ahead and talk about surrender and letting go in sex. What a topic. I actually Googled this topic and I found literally two articles that were worth a hoot at all on surrendering and sex itself. Everything else that I saw was absolute crap. So it it definitely let me know and confirmed that we need to be talking about this on the podcast. Let's talk for a sec about what makes sex really great. Basically, great sex is the opposite of being in control. This means really great sex happens when you feel out of control and surrendered to the experience with someone you fully trust. But many of you tell me how difficult it is for you to get out of your head and surrender and let go in sex. And that's why today I'm going to tell you five things that I had to do to learn to surrender and let go of control and sex so I could experience the eight different types of orgasms and multiple orgasms that I've talked about on this podcast for a while. And I just want you to know that I grew up with a very type A mother, uh, very perfectionistic, very much a planner. And this is something that I inherited. I am totally a recovering perfectionist and control freak myself. So I don't want you to think, oh, well, it was just always easy for you. No, it fucking wasn't. (laughs) It absolutely was not. I'm still a perfectionist with my home. Like my home is always clean. And that's something that I still struggle with, with my kids because, you know, they mess it up all the time and I get angry. (laughs) And it's definitely my point of growth and evolution is learning how to drop that type of control and perfectionism and other areas of my life. But I definitely have found that after I mastered it in sexuality, it's helping me to let go of some of the perfectionism and the control in other areas of my life. And it's helping me to bridge the ability to surrender and go with the flow into these other areas of my life, like, you know, normal household things. The first thing I did to learn to let go and surrender was that I had to learn to meditate. And when I say meditate, I don't mean, you know, once a week or once every other week, sitting there for 15 minutes in silence. No, I mean, practicing guided meditations, 15 minutes every morning, at least five days a week. If you're one of those that can't get the to-do list out of your head in sex, honestly, this is the best place to start because learning meditation, trains your brain to notice and become aware of your thoughts instead of trying to push them out. We always have this tendency in our culture to push, to get rid of, to throw out as a form of, oh, I don't like it. I'm just going to get rid of it. Well, that does not work with your brain (laughs) and your consciousness. You have all of those thoughts. You have all of these parts and pieces inside of you because at some point they protected you from something and it's important to learn to be able to sit with all of these thoughts and parts and pieces of you instead of trying to push them out and get rid of them. Meditation teaches you to become the observer, to become the experiencer of your thoughts. And there's an ultimate realization and empowerment in meditation that I reached when I could realize that I am the experiencer of the experience. And when you can get to that level of mastery and meditation, sex becomes, oh my God, like an out of this world, sacred, epic experience. When you can you know, be in partnered sex with someone and be consciously aware that you are the experiencer of the experience, of pleasure and orgasm. Oh my God, there's literally nothing better that I have ever experienced sexually than when I've had sex with someone with such a consciousness that I'm the experiencer of the experience. And when you learn to meditate like this, you will open yourself to the possibility of having amazing epic surrendered full body pleasure sex because the best sex happens when you are not thinking but you are just experiencing. It happens when you're experiencing all five senses right here and right now. And when you think about it, if you've ever meditated, which I'm sure most of you listening to this podcast have, if you were to describe what it's like to be in a deep state of meditation, And if you were to describe what it's like to be at the peak of orgasm, you'd probably say very similar things about each experience. Both are states of bliss, of surrender, of no thought, of peace, joy, a deep embodiment, deep presence, an expansive experience. When I say those words, can you tell what I'm even talking about? Can you tell that I'm talking about a deep state of meditation or the experience of orgasm, you probably couldn't tell because they're both the same. Basically sex and self-pleasure is the new meditation, babe. Because when you practice self-pleasure or conscious partnered sex, you're practicing meditation too. You're practicing how to ring and the thoughts and get present and be in your body and embody your sensuality. And if you don't have a daily meditation practice, well then I highly encourage you to either seek out a meditation coach or teacher or to buy a set of guided meditation practices and make it a morning ritual and habit to meditate before getting out of bed. I have recently discovered Joe Dispenza's meditations and I know a lot of people enjoy them and that could be a really great place for you to start. The second thing I had to learn in order to surrender and let go of sex was to stop putting expectations on my body and drop the goal. I had to shift my mindset from sex being about achieving to being, from having an orgasm to experiencing the perfection and wholeness of my body to experiencing my body as the goddess herself. Because the great orgasm paradox is that the more that you try and force yourself to have an orgasm, the more unlikely you are going to have an orgasm. Or if you do, it's probably just going to be a really shitty one because you're so tensing up and you're so taut and trying and forcing and pushing that you couldn't just let it come to you. And it might even give you a headache after you have one. If you've ever had headaches after having an orgasm or sex, that's probably why you're trying to force your body to have a certain experience and your body doesn't like it. So your body's like, ha ha, that's what you get for forcing me to feel something. I really didn't want to feel all right. When you stop making sex about the goal of orgasm and you stop putting expectations on your body to experience something that it might not want to experience right now, guess what happens? Often your body will soften and relax and thank you. And I'll be like, oh, thank God she's not putting expectations on me. And then the magic happens. She's like, okay, well, now that I don't have all these expectations, I can finally receive pleasure, thank you. The third thing that I had to do to learn to surrender and let go in sex was that I had to drop my feminist and over-independence mindset and conditioning oh, yes, I am going there. Yes, I am going there. I had to accept the fact that people need people. And as a heterosexual cis woman, I had to accept that actually, yep, I do need, I indeed need a man to enter into sacred partnership in order to live to my fullest potential in this life. And that is damn okay. Because people meeting people is absolutely not a bad thing. We are social tribal creatures as humans and it's our isolation. The isolation that happened after the Neolithic era and the invention of agriculture and the beginning of colonization That is the biggest cause of depression and anxiety in people across generations because people are not connecting with people anymore. There. I fucking said it. People need people. And if you've got this over-independence, I don't need a man mentality. Well, guess what? I bet it's really fucking hard for you to surrender in sex too. Because you're saying, I don't need other people. I don't need people to care for me. You know what? It's okay. For you to be cared for. It's okay. Needing others is not a bad thing. And when you can accept that you have needs and you are worthy of feeding those needs, you will feel worthy of receiving, worthy of letting go, worthy of surrendering to the bliss that you deeply desire. In trauma resolution coaching that I've done, I learned also That over-independence in this total third wave feminist, I don't need a man mentality is actually a hyper-trauma response to a core wound of unworthiness. And when you work on your unworthiness and you become empowered and feeling worthy again, you learn to accept that you have needs and your needs are not a burden to others and you can feed your needs and you can indeed grow And thrive. And when I could get over the over independence wiring and rewire my brain to accept the fact that I had needs, then I was able to admit that, yeah, actually, I do need partnership because I'm human and humans are social creatures and it's okay to want a man. (laughs) All right. The fourth thing I had to do to learn to surrender and let go in sex was that I had to address my chronic trauma. There's a difference between chronic and acute trauma. Acute trauma is from like an assault or rape or whatever, and chronic trauma is an ongoing trauma that happens from negative conditioning in society and religion or patriarchy or whatever else. And it just happens over time. I had to address my chronic trauma of guilt and shame around my body and sexuality, and I had to get over my body image issues. So if you really want to let go, surrender, and let all of your walls down in sex, you've got to prove to your brain that it's safe to do so. The brain, it's a very interesting organ, because when you feel that you have to be in control all the time, it's nothing more than a protective mechanism keeping you safe. Because at some point in your past, your brain got the idea that it wasn't safe to let go of control and to surrender. That when you let go, something bad's going to happen because maybe at that time it did. So if you're one of those control freaks out there that can't let go of control, like I have been many times and still am around my house, to be honest, just know that this is because of either acute or chronic trauma that when you drop control, bad things happen. And in sex, the same wiring happens. I know this can be insanely frustrating when you want nothing more than to move past this and your brain to work for you and not seemingly against you. But the thing is you've got to learn embodiment practices and somatic trauma release to change this sort of rewiring. It's not going to change just because you want it to change. Mm, Nope. It's going to take some work. (laughs) Sorry to, to be the bearer of bad news, but it's going to take some work. It's going to take a commitment and a dedication to changing the parents. But it can be fun and pleasurable and insanely ecstatic. And like you just cleared a fog that you didn't even know you were in. The reward is so great. It's so freaking amazing when you can just say yes. When the fog is cleared, you begin to realize that the fear of surrendering was nothing more than the fear of surrendering into the very essence of who you are. And on the other side of surrender, that black hole that you feel, that fear, it feels like a black hole. It feels like a, a deep, dark pit. And that's, that's what keeps you from being able to surrender. On the other side of that, it's actually a more fully self-expressed version of yourself a whole version of yourself. Will you have the courage to feel the fear and do it anyway? Feeling the fear and doing it anyway was the fifth thing that I had to learn in order to let go and surrender and sex. There's going to be fear. There's going to be fear in anything that's new for you. Okay? And actually, if you don't feel fear, then you're probably not pushing against your comfort zone enough. And if you want to change, you're going to have to push past your comfort zone. And that means that you have to feel the fear and do it anyway, because only those that do feel that fear and do it any, anyway any are going to change what they don't want and have what they want. Will you be the one to change it? Will you be the one to claim your most sacred desires? Your, up level of pleasure and orgasmic capacity? Will you claim it for yourself? If so, then stop procrastinating hot mama and head to themultiorgasmicmama.com forward slash centrally-embodied-woman and apply for round one of the group coaching program today. Last day is Friday, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020. Okay, let's recap. The five things I had to do to learn to surrender and let go in sex. One, I had to learn to meditate regularly, to learn how to become the experiencer of the experience and how to be, sit with and manage my thoughts. Two, I had to stop putting expectations on my body. Three, I had to drop the feminist and over independence mindset and conditioning. Four, I had to address my chronic trauma and get over the shame, guilt, and body image issues that I had from being raised in a patriarchal society and religious sexual oppression that I grew up with. And five, I had to feel the fear and do it anyway. Thank you so much for joining Hot Mamas, and I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you